A buddy of the show, somebody I respect personally and professionally, Gary Snyder, who's a radio talk show host. He's also president of Indiana Talks Radio Network, of which the Leslie Marshall Show is a part, and we're glad to have him with us. He has a wife, Pepper, with seven children, six girls and one son. Guess God gave him a little uh, gift there to have one other guy in the house. He is a former U.S. Army light infantryman and anti-money laundering officer with major financial institutions. More than a pleasure to have with us, Gary Snyder. Hey, Gary, a belated Happy New Year. How are you? Hi, Leslie. How are you? Good. Good to have you with us. Uh, you know what? We have separation of church and state, but I sometimes think we should have separation of political ownership and media. <laughs> and I say that because uh, here where I am in Los Angeles, the Koch brothers are trying to buy the L.A. Times, which, of course, made a lot of people in a very blue state, in a very blue portion of the state in the city, at a very blue paper, left-leaning uh, very angry. Of course, that didn't come down. Uh, but now, in your state of Indiana, Governor Mike Pence um, has a state-run news outlet uh, that's going to compete with other media outlets. Uh, talk to us about this for folks that aren't familiar uh, outside and even inside of Indiana. Well, earlier in the week, um, there was a memo released, and it not released. It was it was obtained by uh, uh, an Indianapolis Star reporter. And it, it mentioned that Mike Pence and um, his his staff were putting together a website called Just In, J-U-S-T, capital I-N. And what it was, it turned out to be a, a state-run news organization. They had a managing editor. They had an editorial board. And their whole focus was to produce news stories instead of press releases, make these press releases look like news stories, and uh, disseminate them to smaller newspapers throughout the state that really didn't, could not afford like an AP service or, or some service like that, and make it look like, you know, these were legitimate news stories uh, coming to these newspapers, and even to the point of this website, this news organization, have an exclusivity on a lot of these stories and a lot of interviews and a lot of stuff that happens within state government. You know, I, I want to know what the reaction has been in Indiana. I mean, what are you hearing on your talk show and some of the other talk shows, and, and, and not just, you know, on the talk shows, but outside of that? Well, Mike Pence yesterday came out. Uh, the, the reaction was, uh, you know, not good for Mike Pence. He had conservatives, some conservatives after him. He had, uh, you know, liberal and progressives after him, all ten of them here in Indiana, I think. And uh, yesterday, he, he, they basically killed the website. But it was everything that was leading up to this. Uh, again, you know, this was a state-run news organization with an, uh, a managing editor and an editorial board. Now, Mike Pence came out at first and said, well, that's not what this is. We're just going to have it as a clearinghouse for press releases. But you don't have a managing editor and an editorial board when this comes out, uh, you know, for, for things like this. You don't have that if it's just disseminating press releases. So, okay, okay, Gary, hold that thought. That music means we have to take a break. I always forget we got to go to break. That's our shortest segment. Hang on, we're going to hear more about this, what the governor's doing, and, uh, you know, what the response says Gary's talking about of the folks in the great state of Indiana. 
And we're back on Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back only to Democracy in Talk Radio of four and by you, the people. Gary Snyder is a radio talk show host and president of Indiana Talks Radio Network. More than a pleasure to have him with us. Uh, We're talking about the governor of Indiana, Mike Pence's state-run news outlet that's going to compete with the media. media. For those of you just tuning in, uh, Gary was telling us about how the governor of Indiana starting a state-run taxpayer-funded news outlet that's going to make pre-written news stories available to Indiana media, as well as sometimes break news about his administration, uh, the Indianapolis Star obtained these documents. Now, Gary, so that people who just, you know, hear this, just tuned in or read this, you know, first of all, the people of Indiana, they are paying with their, their taxes for this state-run news outlet. One of the thing, talk to us about what bothers them about this. Because some people might say, well, what's what's the big deal about having a state-run media outlet? You know, obviously, when you have a politician heading it, um, you're going to have very slanted news. And really, politicians shouldn't be in the news-making business. They should be in the law-making business. That, that's right, uh, Leslie. And when you have the leaders of China and North Korea and, and Russia high-fiving you and saying, well played, Mike Pence, well played, that ought to send up a signal that something's wrong. This was coming at the the taxpayer expense of at least initially of $100,000 a year. Indiana can't afford to hire enough DCS workers right now to stay compliant with the law. We can't pay our adoptive parents of special needs children their stipends. We can't pay our National Guardsmen to go to college. But yet we have $100,000 for his pet project here to get off the ground and start putting out this um, uh, biased news uh, that, that he wants to, to to get out to these news outlets. Well, you know, for the you said that even conservatives, even Republicans, even those who may have voted for this guy are, are very angry about this because this is obviously not a priority. It, it's not, and... There was a press briefing, I believe it was um, Wednesday, and they gathered all the state house reporters, all that are left anyway, and um, as soon as they got into the press briefing, it, it turned into, well, this is not a press briefing, it's, a, it's an off-the-record, and then it's just a background, and I don't know the differences, I'm not a journalist, but before you know it, they were having the, the, these reporters that cover the state house and cover uh, the governor uh, turn off their phones, turn off their video recorders, turn off their audio recorders. They would not let any of this information be recorded. And again, you know, what about the freedom of the press? You know, what what about you freedom? Know, uh, what about freedom of speech, freedom of expression? And, and what does the governor or the governor's office and his you know spin doctor folks there in Indiana have to have had to say about this? Well, keep in mind. Mike Pence's claim to fame before he became a congressman, he was a radio talk show host. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But um, so he should, he should, uh, he should be uh, well up front on, on the freedom of the press and a free and independent press. Now, he did come out yesterday and, and cancel the project, and, and his, his reply was, I knew nothing about this. He knew nothing about what was going on with this. Now, that leads me to believe one of three things. Either A, he is, he is incompetent, which many people believe. B, he's too focused on running for president. He spends more time out of Indiana than actually in the state. 
uh, running for president, and his staff kind of drew this up and, and got it going. But I find that hard to believe because nothing happens with Mike Pence on purpose or uh, uh, by accident. Everything is scripted from his speeches to the way he stands like Superman or a teenage girl posing for a photo op. Nothing is coincidence with Mike Pence. And the final option is he's just lying. And I think that's probably uh, where most people are, are heading, is that he was lying about this when he said he knows nothing about it, which is unfortunate because many people here in Indiana are hoping he does run for president. Because if he does run for president, that means he's going to lose the nomination. There's no one that thinks or gives this guy a fighting chance of winning the nomination. So that means he's going to stay put right here in Indiana, which kind of makes a lot of us frown because we were hoping to get rid of him. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Um, So that folks understand, why do you have countries like China high-fiving? I mean, you know, how how deeply (laughs) indebted uh, to uh, Chinese uh, corporatist is Governor Mike Pence? Well, I don't know that he's indebted to, to those. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's, he, he flies around on a Koch Brothers jet across Indiana when he's campaigning and all these other places. But I was just using those countries as an example because they do not have a free and open press. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, what's wrong with the media outlets Indiana has, not just in the state, but for crying out, I mean, what do we have, 900 and some channels on most of our TVs now? Yeah, you have you have all the channels. You have you have you know the three big radio stations in Indiana uh, are are right wing um, news outlets. I mean, he pretty much has his, his own radio networks in in Fort Wayne and Indianapolis and South Bend and some of the bigger cities. They carry all the same right right wing talking heads. And uh, the only option really in Indiana, if you want to listen to talk radio, is is Jim Rome or, or some kind of sports station, or us at Indiana Talks, which give you shows like yours and, and Tom Hartman and, and Bill Press and just a great lineup of, of what I call, you know, talk radio without the crazy. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, you know, you see people always on, uh, you know, Twitter uh, responding to that. Um, you know, wh- obviously, nobody can deny that this is not a priority. And this is an area where, you know, I mean, what, what, how much risk is this to, to Pence, and why is he taking this much of a risk, the governor there? Well, I, I think, I think the risk was was taken because of, and to be honest, I, I've heard, I've heard rumors, I've heard from from staff that has talked. It was really to, to, uh, I guess, counter Indiana talks because. We are putting the truth out there about him. When you first heard and this, did this, you think, oh, my God, we must be doing something right? Oh, I was like the red badge of courage. Uh, and, you know, I would kind of, we, we all patted ourselves on the back, and you should do, because you're part of this growing movement in Indiana that, that's bringing uh, talk radio, uh, again, without the crazy. Is, and, this, is, this, know, this, a, is this an effort Governor Mike Pence has, do you think, to try and um, silence you? I, I I know there's an effort to silence some of the hosts on our, our station. Um, I, I'm not going to go into that. That's going to come out a little later. They, but, uh, you know, this thing went viral. It went national real fast. And, and now you see editorials from, from across the country 
talking about how Mike Pence and, and his staff are not ready for prime time. And, and this literally could knock him out of any presidential aspirations. And right now, are there, you know, I mean, what kind of a fight are you guys putting up? Or are you just sitting back and, and, you know, laughing and drawing attention to this? Because imitation is the best form of flattery. Oh, we're, we're sitting back. Uh, we're making sure people hear about it. I mean, there's a reason that Indiana Talks, uh, you know, gets over 100,000 streams launched today. There's a reason for that uh, in a state that, you know, to be honest, is probably one of the reddest states in the country. We, we like to think of ourselves as the, the, the middle finger of the South. And, <laughs> and it, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, Mike Pence was, re- was elected with less than 50% of the vote here in Indiana. We have super majorities in the Indiana House and Senate. Um, and it's just a matter of, of the Republicans here with uh, a lot of ethical problems happening now that are starting to make the, the headlines, not only in Indiana, but across the country. We have an elected uh, Democratic Indiana State Superintendent of Education. They're stripping her of her powers led by Mike Pence, and, you know... It's this, guy sounds a like a, of, this guy sounds like a dictator. Think about this. I mean, when you look at, like, North Korea or, or Cuba or even Russia, well, you know, what do they do? They, they control the media. This is a frightening thing. I mean, when people talk about Democrats being socialist or commies, and when people talked about uh, Massachusetts being a police state after the Sarnia brothers and the Boston Marathon bombing, hello? I mean, what, you know, how come, how come more people aren't discussing what Mike Pence is doing outside of Indiana? Well, I think they are. I mean, you, you look at the, the, you know, the Huffington Post. You can, you can go to Think Progress. You can, I believe, they had something in the Wall Street Journal, uh, MSNBC, uh, NBC. A lot of news organizations picked this up, and it's gotten Mike Pence a lot of negative press, and it's really showing his true colors—colors colors that we've seen. Uh, here in Indiana when, when when we're not looking through those rose-colored glasses that a lot of people in Indiana look through. What type of recourse do the people of Indiana talk about, regardless of their ideology? What are you hearing? Well, most people are hoping he runs for president, to be honest, because we know that uh, he's in over his head there. Uh, he's in over his head as governor of Indiana, uh, but if he decides to run for president, you know, most people aren't putting him on a top ten list anywhere. And, uh, you know, when, when it came out that they were trying, he was he was behind a law in Indiana in front of our General Assembly that would have made it possible, would have changed the law to make it possible for him to run for governor and president at the same time. We had the same kind of uproar here. And Republicans quickly killed that bill in the General Assembly because of the the backlash that it was getting. Because, you know, if you don't like the rules, let's change them. And it would have allowed him to run for president and governor at the same time. So now he's got to make a choice coming up here and probably within six months on what he wants to do. And, uh, again, most of us are hoping he runs for president so he can be humiliated there. But if he does end up running for governor again, which a lot of people, a lot of pundits, not only in Indiana, but across the nation, think this may have ruined his chances, then the Democrats here came close last time. And you can you can count on a very vigorous fight from the Democrats 
and to be honest, the libertarians have a strong presence here too that can. Um, and that, that's interesting. That's interesting that you mentioned that because libertarians are, you know, becoming a, you know, a bigger force at, le- at least vocally in, in politics, in state politics, as well as, uh, you know, on a national level. What are they saying? Because you know they're huge when it comes to to, to freedoms in the Constitution. You know, it, it's funny because they they seem to be the first ones to jump on this. They were the ones that that started the at just in news, the, a parody of count of of this website, which is hilarious, by the way. And uh, they seem to be the ones to start mocking him first, uh, and then quickly everybody else seemed to join in. Mike Pence is becoming a mockery here in Indiana. When 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 he, he talks a lot about taking jobs and, and making fun of Illinois and Chicago, hey, we're taking their jobs, we're bringing them to Indiana. Well, right now, if you read any newspaper in Chicago or Illinois, they're taking Mike, Mike Pence's dignity uh, and, and it's well, uh, well worth it. Uh, yeah, most definitely. How long, so people understand, uh, what, what is his term? Uh, how long has he served? How much longer does he have? He served two years. Uh, he's got two years left. He's up for re-election in 2016 um, presidential year, which makes it uh, beneficial for Democrats and, and libertarians uh, simply because in off-year elections, Democrats just don't vote. We've seen this in 2010. We've seen this in 2014. And fortunately, the election for governor in Indiana is in a presidential year. And most people forget, in 2008, Barack Obama won Indiana. No, I know. I know. Um, you know, what are, what are polls looking like in Indiana? Not just about this, but, you know, ideologically. You know, we don't see many polls. I think one one poll had him, you know, maybe in the, the mid-50s for an approval rating. Uh, you just don't get a lot of polls here in Indiana when it comes to the governor. But, uh, you know, if you don't have to look very far on social media uh, to see that, that conservatives are mad at him about this. And because, you know, one thing that, that kind of went unnoticed this week is he, we had Medicaid expansion in Indiana now. And you you won't see a story about that anywhere because everyone was focused on Mike Pence and his state-run news. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have breaking news. Can you imagine? I wonder if he's listening to this. We have breaking news. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this, Gary? I am. Governor Mike Pence pulls the plug on this new public uh, relations website on this network. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, and we, we saw that coming, and, and, you know, our headline was just in, it's now just out. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's good to see, and it's got to be, uh, you know, for a, for a governor and for a congressman, we all know what he was like in Congress. Uh, you know, to see this happen, it couldn't happen to a nicer person. <laughs> isn't it wild though you're talking to me you know you guys have tons of you know hits uh tons of tw- uh, you know thousands of twitter followers just like us you know here on the leslie marshall show yeah you know although i would imagine he planned this before but hey maybe we gave a little push um gary <laughs> uh, last word you want to say to the governor because we know he and his peeps are listening obviously uh governor mike pence uh you're more than welcome to come on indiana talk and talk to us 
Why doesn't he do that? You know what I mean? Seriously, if I if I were in politics, I'd go on every media outlet so that people would see I have nothing to hide. Gary, always a pleasure, buddy. Have a great weekend. Uh, good talking to you. A belated Happy New Year once again. Gary Snyder, radio talk host and president of Indiana Talks Radio Network. We at the Leslie Marshall Show are proud to be part of that radio network. The website for Indiana Talks is indianatalks.com. Follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Snyder Show. Follow Indiana Talks at Indiana Talks. To women who hoped to evade the ticking clock of time, Dr. Frederick Brandt was the most potent drug dealer in the world. And the dealer got high on his own supply. From Imperative Entertainment and the team behind Broken Hearts comes a new series that will challenge everything you know about fame, fortune, and the fear of growing old. I'm Justine Harmon, and this is The Baron of Botox.